Welcome to the Dogsthorpe Infant School, part of Hampton Academy's Trust. Eddie and Captain Dave are in the Learning Journey rocket, ready for takeoff. This is your captain speaking. We've been cleared for departure. Okay, Eddie, start the countdown. Five, four, three, two, one. Dogsthorpe Infant School podcast for parents, children, teachers and schools. We have some great guests lined up, so sit back and enjoy the show. It's time to dream, believe and shine. And so we arrive at Launchpad 50, the final Launchpad of this present season. But have no fear, folks, we're going to be back on Friday the 9th of September with two Launchpads every week in term time. We'll broadcast Launchpad Zoom every Monday when we revisit past guests on the show and we'll bring you the latest school news and every Friday... Eddie's Launchpad will bring you new guests to share their latest book, resources or EdTech. Eddie is delighted to share with you today, folks, that he has guest booked right up until the new year. So stay tuned to any of the major podcast channels so you can download this podcast. Or you can go on to our website, which is dreambelieveshinealloneword.co.uk to stay right up to date with the broadcasts as they happen. And you can keep up to date with the amazing Dogsthorpe Infant School. Now, when we recorded episode one of Eddie's Launchpads, we featured two important guests to that show, both extremely influential in the life, the teaching and the curriculum at Dogsthorpe Infant School. Those two guests were the head teacher, Mrs. Waters, and her deputy head teacher, Miss Gattuso. Now, that working partnership between these two ladies has stretched back far too many years for me as a gentleman to mention, but uh, it's only fitting then that we land our learning journey rocket right back on the same launch pad where we took off, and we welcome back to this edition of Eddie's launch pad, Mrs. Waters and Miss Gattuso. Welcome to the show, ladies. Hello. Hello. Now, when we interviewed you both last September, uh, and particularly we're going to talk to you first, Mrs. Walters, if we can, uh, we, we were coming out of two lockdowns and hopefully undisturbed three terms of learning. And you shared some of your hopes and your dreams of this present academic year. Now, with high numbers of COVID infections having affected and infected probably most of us, uh, all again this year, and with the current spike uh, in ca- of cases in mind, I think I know what your uh, answer is going to be before you said it. But looking back on the past academic year, what have been for you the highs and the lows? Oh, gosh. Well, when we met right back in September, we obviously hoped for as normal a year as possible. And whilst we have remained open throughout the the school year without any lockdowns or bubble closures or anything like that, it has been a very tough and challenging year for Dogsthorpe infants. We've had children who have been unwell, obviously parents who have been unwell then couldn't bring their children. And we've had really difficult times with staffing 
Um, we have an amazing staff team who have jumped in to cover at the last minute. We've had HLTAs that have been teaching so much more than they would usually just to be able to keep our classes open. And, and one of the things we are most proud of is that we have kept every single class open every day of this school year when we know some of our, our schools across the city haven't been able to do that. But that's down to the sheer determination and commitment of an amazing staff team. Congratulations for that, because your schools aren't like businesses, are they? I know that there are some businesses locally and nationally that have said, look, the numbers are so bad, COVID infections are so bad, we just won't open today. But of course, you can't do that as a school. Well, you could, but it's not good for the children's learning. And uh, those children will be coming up to the school gate every morning. So it must be incredibly difficult when you're trying to work out uh, how you're going to get a teacher in front of the classes and uh, get the children to the point where the government expects them to be. Absolutely. I mean, we, we have just collected our end of year data in and we're, we're really pleased and proud of, of all the children and the staff that have made that happen. Is it where we would want it to be? No, it's not. Is it as high as we would usually get? Of course it's not, because these children have missed out on significant periods of their learning. And even if they've been in school, their teacher may not have been, or they may not have been in school. So it has just been a difficult year. So the data that we have is definitely something that we will be building on and working on to improve. But we're just so proud of, of each and every one of our children and our staff members yeah. that we've managed to get through the year and um, we're looking forward to a very well-deserved holiday yeah yeah well, well deserved um it's, it's been a it's been a long tiring year for you i'm sure as it has it been for all of the teachers who, who are listening to this podcast i'm sure that all echo your tiredness because it's it's been a very challenging and draining year for you all uh, and uh, thank you for all that you two do uh, for the children of dogsthorpe and perhaps you'd be kind enough to uh, send uh, Eddie and me our thanks to all of your staff for the amazing work they do. It's truly, truly appreciated by the families that you serve. I know that. Thank now, you. obviously, some of the things, Mrs. Waters, that, that you've been talking about, it's not just about classroom stuff, is it? It's also COVID has affected our mental health and our well-being, our mental well-being uh, of the children the parents of those children and the families that are trying to struggle through all of the challenges that the pandemic brought through. And I'm guessing your staff too, because they're having to deal with all of these extra pressures. Um, you, do you do that sort of work at the school? Do you do things that will encourage We've worked really hard to, to build in um, mindfulness opportunities in the classroom. Um, unfortunately, some of our child wellbeing champion work we would normally do just hasn't happened because mm. of the staffing issues. But we try and build in as many opportunities during the school day that children just have time to have a brain break, have a breather, uh, have some mindfulness colouring, do some cosmic yoga. Um, those things that we started really during lockdowns. Um, and we've been trying to, to slow but sure increase our parental engagement opportunities because we know they're really important for our parents but just being out outside in the morning
mornings and in the afternoons, being there to be able to talk to our parents, sharing the load with them. We can't solve everybody's problems, but we can be a listening ear mm. and help them as, as best we can and redirect them to, to places that might be able to help. Um, so and mental health and well-being is always at the top of our agenda for our staff and for our children and their families. And it's something that, that we as a leadership team will be moving forward even more so next year with um, some some new opportunities to work with the Emotional Wellbeing Service and, and just different different things that we'll be doing going forward. I must admit that because um, because I helped you with the with the nativities for the past two years because you couldn't have the nativity and the the whole point about Dogthorpe Infant School nativity it's gone back many many years it's become part of the community's love of bringing their child and, and coming as a family and watching that nativity and of course because of COVID for the last two years you've not been allowed to do that and we've had to do everything on video and it's not the same is it? No, not not at all. We've we've done our best with the the resources and obviously your mm. your support to pull it all together. But it it's not the same. It's we not just the same. we just hope and pray that that this year will be different. But we just don't know, and that that's the the scary thing, really. We just don't know how this year will will pan out. Now, turning to Miss Gattuso now, because she's chomping at the bit to get going. I can see that. Welcome to the show, Miss Gattuso. Now, when I interviewed you last September, you just began your first year as deputy head teacher at Dogsthorpe Infants. Perhaps you'd like to share with our listeners what have been the highlights and the challenges over your first year as deputy at Dogsthorpe Infants? Well, actually, I was trying to think back to that that interview, and it seems like a decade ago, such a long time ago. And whatever my hopes and dreams were then, we can just, you know, <laughs> um, think again. Um, of, of course, we had these grand ideas of this kind of massive build back better program and the new curriculum was high on high on the agenda. And no, things have not turned out exactly as they wanted to be. However, there's been some really great high points and I echo all the things that Mrs. Waters has said as well, but we've been out on trips. We've got out of our schools this year, so it's been really great. We've been to the seaside, um, we've been to, to Fairy Meadows, and we've also had visitors into our school. And so I think those things have been something that we've not been able to see over the last two years, and, and they've made a, a massive difference to you know, just the feel of school again and the, the learning um, kind of process and just children being able to see have different experiences you know they've, they've had quite a lot of months when they were just inside their own homes and so to be able to um just just to get on a coach again and, and go to different places has been amazing um and even things like we've had um uh, a whole class in structural teaching in so we've had mu- music in our school we've had ocarinas being played and not only have we had teacher into our school teaching our children um, some of our children have been able to go to the Salvation Army for a sharing concerts and sharing their learning with other schools. And we've not seen that over the last two years. Right. So that's been really, really amazing. Um, we've been able to have parents in our school again. Yeah, um, right. that, that's, that's been super. Um, it was lovely to have the year two leavers um, uh, party. And just, I mean, we had the uptake of parents was incredible. We had nearly every, every, uh, every child had at least uh, you know an adult in in school and that was amazing to be able to just see um parents in that more relaxed and kind of enjoyable experience and we've got lots of um uh, uh, we've got more, more parents in school for the rest of this uh, school year as well um and we've also um 
been able to get together as a whole school in shine time face to face that's been a really a really kind of great point as well so just lots of that kind of engagement with each other has probably yeah. been the be- one of the best things about yeah. about this year and just going back to some previous you yeah. know things that we've loved in our school and, and having those return again you know as for you know the, the 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 new curriculum, yes, it's in place. Yes, we're 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 doing it and we're loving it and we're teaching, we're teaching less, better, and but that's definitely something that I'm going to move forward to my homes and hopes and dreams and kind of next year, and we'll we'll think about that and how we can really add to that and extend on that as well. Um, the lows I don't want to talk about. We've, we've talked no. about them. We know what they yeah. were. Yeah. It's been a tough year. As as for my position as um as deputy head, I've I've also taught lots this year. I wasn't expecting to yeah. as teach to teach as much as I was going to this year. But staff absence has has meant that I've been in the classroom. So in some ways that's been great. I've been in a, a new year group, so I've learned lots in that way as well. I've been able to been part of embedding or, or kind of teaching the new curriculum. So that's been really valuable as well. Um, but lots of things that I would have liked to have done are going to have to wait for that. <laughs> yeah. I always say to our listeners that, you know, this thing about the pandemic and what we've all been through is a bit like how I felt when I lived in Kent and we, we lived through the hurricane winds of the Great Storm of 1987, when literally hundreds and hundreds of oak trees that have been around for centuries when I was a boy and had been around for hundreds and hundreds of years, we just lost them overnight. Um, and the following morning, we just stepped out into the light and we realised the worst was over. But the clearing up and all of the aftermath was about to begin. And I think that that's what maybe the country should do and what we, we should all do in our own in individual jobs and responsibilities. We should say, look, that was pretty bad. And we've got to recognise that was pretty bad. And it's going to take a long time to clear up. But the sun's shining again now. And we'll start putting things back together and we'll get there. But it's going to take a while because you're not going to get those children back to where they should be for quite a number of years. They are so far behind that the the schools that follow us, the, the, the junior schools and the secondary schools, will always be trying to catch up that time, won't they? Absolutely. And I think that's uh, that's a really good uh, way of, of thinking about it is that when kind of, we were back, you know, COVID as it was kind of restrictions ended, mm. we thought it had ended, but it hadn't. And in mm. fact, in some ways, this has been much, much more tougher than we could have imagined. And mm. uh, and yeah, the clear up is, st- is, still, is still happening. Mm. Absolutely. Now, Mrs. Walters, I'll turn, come back to you now. As you begin your 21st years of teaching at Dogsthorpe Infant School, she's been there 21 years, folks. Get the cakes and the candles ready. And leading at the school. And in your ninth year as head teacher, what are your hopes and dreams for this new academic year? And what excites you about the autumn term? Because you've got some new projects on the go, haven't you? We have. We're really excited. Actually, we've just finished a, a planning meeting about September, just those last few bits that, that we wanted to iron out so that we could share plans with staff. But some of the things we're most excited about, um, we're going to 
be launching a new phonics scheme called Monster Phonics, who I understand have already been on the podcast. Yes, they've been on the show. We are so excited. It's We feel it's exactly the right scheme for our children. It's fun. It's engaging. We've got a new phonics and reading leader, Miss Colbeck, who hopefully will be able to come on the podcast. We'll twist her arm to come on and tell you more. But we're, we're very excited about launching that, not just with our children, but with our families as well. And we've got some plans how we're going to do that which may involve some dressing up so eddie get ready uh, for some dress up um other things as miss catuso said carrying on that that curriculum review and and just embedding all the new things but making it even better than it has been um this year because we'll be able to teach it um, at different levels because the children have been here so we we haven't got to kind of try and you know keep um plugging the gaps because they have had a, a good solid year this year um just being able to move the team on so we've got lots of exciting things we want to do uh, with our team the way that we um approach observations and and supporting their development so that it's a real partnership professional dialogue about moving teachers forward in their careers um and you know hopefully giving them the the wish and want to move into leadership either here or in another school hopefully here but most definitely working with our our staff and developing them as much as working with our children and their parents yeah and, and long may that continue, because the one thing that strikes me about Dogstall Infants, it never stays the same for very long. And it's always, you're always moving, you're always introducing new, exciting stuff, which is good for you uh, as leaders, but it's also good for the staff, because it's very easy to then think, oh, I'm doing the same old things, doing the, introducing the same things, teaching the same old things. So thinking out the box is something that's like a, a breath of fresh air, really, for, for teachers and and teaching staff so good on you for that and maybe it's timely to thank all of the guests on who've been on the show and particularly those like Rockpool School and um, because they've they've been uh, instrumental in teaching helping mm-hmm. at the school haven't they and you've had some things for given donated for the bus because of uh, of launch pad so um, to all of our guests who've been on the show and particularly those that have donated things to the school like books like resources we thank you very much and long may that partnership continue because um here you've got a school that's quite happy to um to put in place um your resource and you could test it out and see if it works but eddie's launch pads are always here for dogsthorpe infant school and so another great show comes to an end eddie and captain dave thank you all for listening to their show tune in again soon when Eddie's Launchpad will be waiting to take you and your children on another exciting learning journey to dream, believe and shine. His name is Eddie Edster, he's a well-being dog and he's here at Dog Soap School. He's such a little cutie, wagging his tail, and the kids all think he's cool. He makes them feel safe, he's great for mental health. He gives them confidence from his very self. Not talking about money, but he brings so much wealth. He's Eddie Edstar, the well-being dog. His name is Eddie Edster, he's the well-being dog And he loves Christmas time Blazing round the home, chewing on a bone Eddie thinks it's fine 
children will be looking out for Santa Claus But also giving high fives to Eddie's paws Let's all thank Eddie with great applause It's Eddie Edstar, the well-being jog It's Eddie Edstar, the well-being jog It's Eddie Edstar, the well-being dog is brought to you by Eddie Edster, the Dogsthorpe Infant School Wellbeing Dog, bringing hugs, paw shakes and high fives. This Cavalier King Charles Spaniel helps our stars to dream, believe, shine.